Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Mac Show. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about the movie Barbarian, um, which I just saw last week on Friday. And I just wanted to give some of my um, thoughts and opinions about the film because um, I'm actually uh, very passionate about film. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a film major in, in college right now. And I haven't done a um, any type of film related episode yet, so I figure, um, you know, why not, why not do one on Barbarian? So yeah, without further ado, let's jump right into it. So Barbarian is a horror film direct written both written and directed by Zach Kreger, and it stars Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, and Justin Long. And um, basically the film, it follows this young woman named Tess who she basically, um, she books like a, a house um, in kind of like this rundown neighborhood in Detroit for a job interview. Um, so basically the film starts out with um, she she gets there. She pulls up to the house and she, you know, she's about to enter, but she notices that, oh, someone, you know, is already living there. And so she, you know, she's kind of like confused. So she knocks on the door um, and this guy named Keith answers, who's played by Bill Skarsgård. And she's kind of really confused, like asking, oh, you know, what's going on? Why, you know, I, I, I booked this place, you know, why are you here? And he's just as confused as she is. Because he's, you know, he he's basically saying the same thing. Like, I booked this place, too. So, um, basically, she, eventually she decides, oh, you know, forget it. I'll just, um, I'll just try to stay somewhere else for a night. You know, like, maybe, you know, like, book, like, a hotel room or something. But the thing is, there's, like, this big convention in town and there's, like, no hotel vacancies at all in the area and there's like a basically a big storm that's kind of going on outside and it's not exactly like safe to be you know driving or anything so kind of without um any of any other option keith you know invites her um to stay for the night and so basically that's kind of where you know the movie picks up at you know she enters she enters and stays um, for a night and starts kind of, kind of uncovering some of the dark secrets, you know, about this house. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I actually really enjoyed this movie. Um, it was definitely a nice kind of, it was kind of a nice change of pace, for for a horror movie and um the reason why I say that is because the movie doesn't it doesn't really rely on many jump scares um it, it, I mean there are some in the movie but it's not its main kind of its main way of building tension and horror is through its atmosphere um and I kind of compare it to like the original 
I guess comparing that type of of you know tension building, I kind of compare that to the original Halloween where there's not really many jump scares, but it does it builds you know kind of the tension and dread through its atmosphere. And I really like those those kinds of horror movies. I feel like they're the most effective. Um, and and the horror it, it kind of it feels earned, you know. So. Yeah, the film it it does a really good job at setting up a a creepy at creepy atmosphere um, through multiple ways. I would say, I think the cinematography and the camera work are really really well done in this movie. And and so for example, a lot of the times um, when there's kind of like a tense situation going on. So for example. Um, in the first half of the movie, which is basically the first half of the movie basically is about Tess and Keith kind of uncovering, you know, kind of like what is wrong with this house and like what, what exactly is going on. And so a lot of the times, um, there'll be the way the camera is set up is that there'll, there'll be something in like the foreground and the background, but one of them will be the the camera's kind of zoomed out and there'll be something like either going on um in the background that'll be kind of focused on and the foreground is kind of like almost like um has like an unfocused kind of view so you'll notice what's going on in the background without really paying much attention to what's going on in the foreground so that kind of creates like almost kind of like a sense of like tension because you're focusing on like oh what what's about to happen in the background whereas you're not really focusing much on like the character let's say in the foreground so it does a really good job at like kind of manipulating the camera and the thinking like oh well something's about to happen and then like you know you see it and it's like oh you know so it does a good job with the camera in that sense and also like the cinematography is very good. Like, there's a lot of really creepy shots. Even, like, one of the very first shots of the movie is, like, there's the there's a shot of the house from, like, the outside. But the house is, like, really, like, creepy looking. And, like, there's... You can see the rain coming down. It kind of... It makes the house look, like, even creepier than it really does. Um. So, yeah, it's... It's really... You know, through through like the the camera and the way that the cinematography is, it creates um a really you know creepy kind of unnerving atmosphere, and um yeah. So and another thing that's kind of interesting about this film is it almost it's almost kind of like a two part horror movie in a sense that so the first part is like I like I had mentioned earlier it's basically Keith and Tess you know almost kind of uncovering what's going on in this house um and the first part ends where they basically find this underground passage um in the basement and they run into both of them run into the the monster 
that's down there who's kind of like this deformed almost like zombie looking woman who attacks them and kills Keith. Uh, well, I guess let me <laughs> kind of spoiled it there. Let me just say I'm, I'm going to be getting into some um, spoilers here from, from here on out. So the monster attacks them and kills Keith. But and, and then um, after that, it kind of it kind of the camera cut, you know, it, it kind of the camera, the screen goes to black. So you don't really see what happens to Tess. Um, but then it goes, the camera cuts to this guy, AJ, who's played by Justin Long. And he's basically driving on this highway and, and you come to find out that he's been, he's been, you know, accused of sexual assault, um, He's like he's like an actor, and he's been accused of sexual sexual assault, you know, on, you know, by his co-star basically. So, you now obviously, like he he's he's has to hire a lawyer to kind of fight this and everything, and he has to sell some of his assets to pay for for the costs. So basically, he travels to. Um, one of his rental properties in Detroit that he's going to sell, which you come to find out that this is the same house that Tess and Keith, you know, were staying at. Um, so he gets there and he, he kind of, he kind of doesn't really know what's going on because he, he doesn't really, cause keep in mind, this is, this fast forward to about two weeks later after, you know, Keith and, and Tess get attacked so he's assuming like nobody's going to be here, but he sees like their belongings there and he's kind of questioning what's going on. Um, and so he kind of inspects the house and everything and he, and then he discovers kind of like that hidden door and like underground passage, um, that, that Keith and Tess, uh, Keith and Tess were looking at earlier. So he goes down there and he's kind of like exploring it a little bit. And this is where he runs into, you know, the monster who is basically referred to, um, basically the, f the film refers uh, to her as like the mother. Um, so he kind of, he kind of runs away and, um, he eventually falls into his pit where he finds Tess. And this is where, this is where you kind of learn that, oh yeah, Tess, you know, Tess is still alive, which I kind of figured because they never showed her getting you know, killed on camera. It only showed the mother killing Keith. Um, so, yeah. And eventually, like, you do find out, like, the nature of who, like, the mother is. Because basically, I guess, like, the big, the big reveal, or not, like, I guess it's one of the big reveals, is that, um... And this is shown in like a flashback where like the original owner of the house, um, he basically kind of abducted young women and like uh, he basically raped them and kind of, you know, raised like the children that he had you know, with the girls. So this monster, you know, the mother is 
kind of like a product of that so that's why she's so like you know deformed and everything and because she was basically a product of like um incest almost at least that's what they like that's what what the um that's what the at one point that's what's said in the film um so so this is a kind of like basically what happens in the second half in the second half and um I think that I kind of wish they unfortunately I did think the first half of the film was it was stronger like when you know with Tess and Keith and them kind of like it being almost like a haunted house kind of film um it's like I I thought the first half was cuz cuz eventually in the second half and you know, towards the end it does get you know, it starts to kind of dip in quality gets a little bit out of control um cuz there's a lot of like there's a lot of things that some of the characters do that just like don't really make any sense or is like a little bit too like kind of out there like for example towards the end of the film where um like the monster is chasing AJ and Tess and they're up they're basically on top of like a water tower and so in order to i guess in order to kind of escape AJ like pushes Tess off the tower I guess to kind of like distract the mother in in a way which really doesn't make any sense but yeah that's what he decides to do and it's like all right you really just like push somebody off you really just push Tess off a water tower <laughs> just to like distract you couldn't think of you couldn't have thought of like something better and of course like he drops the gun um that he had like before which is pretty stupid. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just like certain things like like that. Like it does start to get like a little bit out of control in that sense. Um, but oh, and 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 of course, like after that, this is kind of like karma coming back at AJ. He basically like when he when he pushes. Tess off the water tower the mother basically goes she jumps off the tower to like save Tess and after that like AJ looks down from the water tower and sees like them two like laying on the ground and he's like not sure if they're like dead or not so he goes down um he goes down you know he climbs down the water tower stairs and he picks up the gun and he finds out like Tess is still alive but the mother seems like she's dead and so, like, he helps her up, um, he helps Tess up and everything, but then the mother, like, basically regains consciousness and, like, kills him by, like, uh, stabbing, like, his eyes out. And I thought that was pretty cool, because I don't know if, um, because this, because AJ's played by Justin Long, and Justin Long was, he was in Jeepers Creepers 1, and basically how he... Um, at the end of that film, the creeper, um, obviously, if anybody has seen that, the creeper, you know, gets, you know, basically takes him away. And at the end of the film, um, you see that, oh, yeah, the, the creeper basically kind of, like, ate his eyes out. And so I don't know if that was, like, kind of like a like a 
call back to like Jeepers Creepers one or not, but I thought that was pretty cool. Um So yeah, it's just uh I, I, I thought that the the film started to kinda like stumble a bit towards the end, but overall it was good. Um in terms of like the cast, um uh, the cast was really good. You know, I think the two people who stuck out the most were Bill Skarsgård and um Justin Long. Um Bill Scar Bill Skarsgård was really good as Keith because one of the things and I th- I feel like his character was pivotal especially in the, you know, well, he's only in the first half. Um because like the movie does it does do a really good job at kind of keeping you off balance and like basically keeping you guessing what's about to happen next. And because um you know, at, at first, like when you when you're first introduced to Keith, you're kind of not really sure what to think about him. I I know, like, I know while while I was watching the movie, I kind of didn't really trust him. He kind of came off as like really kind of strange and creepy to me. So I thought he was kind of up to something, up to no good, and so. um yeah, and that was, and kind of, you know, Skarsgård did a really good job at kind of, you know, kind of, I guess, conveying like that kind of creepiness, kind of, you know, awkward type character. You know, he he played that really, really well. Um, yeah, Justin Long was really, really good too. He He was actually... His character was really funny. Like pretty much most of the time when he was on screen, I was just like kind of, kind of like giggling. It's like some of the things that he would say, and like, <laughs> guy's a really good actor. I wish he was in like more stuff. So, yeah, um, cast was really you know rest of the cast was pretty solid, and um. And yeah, so I think the movie, you know, getting back to like, I I really do like how the movie keeps you, even though it does start falling, you know, it kind of it dips a little bit towards the end, but I really do like how it kind of keeps you off balance for the majority of the movie. Because like I said, when I first, during the first half, I thought there was, this was mostly just going to be like a kind of a haunted house you know, type, you know, demon type of, like, horror movie. Because, you know, there's a lot of kind of weird stuff going on at first. You know, doors closing on their own, and then, you know, Tess finds, like, that hidden, that hidden passage, um, the basement, and then, um... So you, so you think the movie's going in that direction, but then you get the big reveal of, like, the monster... Um, at the end of the first half, and then you know she kills Keith, and then it's like the camera, you know, then it then it then it goes to black, and then it cuts to um, AJ driving, and then it's like uh, you know here, then it goes in a different direction where it's like now you follow AJ, but you kind of have because this is two weeks later, you kind of have like 
advanced knowledge of like what he's about to get into like when he arrives at the house so i really liked that in a sense because you're not really sure what's going to what's going to happen to him either you think you think you might know what's going to happen but you're not really completely sure because when he first arrives um at the house it kind of takes him a little bit to kind of figure out what's going on and eventually get to that underground passage so it's like you're waiting and waiting for for something you know to happen and then it doesn't and then it takes a little bit longer so i really like how the movie kind of plays with your expectations in that sense so yeah um it was uh it was an enjoyable movie i would definitely recommend um Anybody who wants to see a nice, you know, horror film, especially around this time of the year, you know, we're about to, we're about to get into October, um, about you know, a couple weeks or so, and you know, this is a great time to go, to go see a, uh, to go see a a solid horror film, and you know, support your movie theaters and everything. So, um, I would definitely uh, recommend um, anybody who's listening to go see it. Definitely a really uh, fresh take on the horror genre, and uh, yeah, really solid effort by Zach Kreger. I'm in- interested to see what interested to see what he's going to do next. Um, I haven't really heard of him before. Um, I think he's he's definitely you know an up and coming filmmaker. So I'm interested to see what he's going to do next. And uh yeah, if I have to if I have to give this movie, I'm gonna give it um four out of five stars. I think if you know if it if it kinda didn't get a little bit you know silly and out of control towards the end, it could have been maybe a four and a half uh maybe maybe a five star movie. I don't, I don't know. It's I it's kind of you know, it's always kind of tough to give a movie a five-star rating it really has to kind of you know, blow you away but it could have been at least like a four and a half star movie had it not kind of dipped a little bit towards the end there but still feel like it you know wrapped up good enough and provided like an enjoyable enough um experience so yeah those are my thoughts on barbarian i hope you all enjoyed listening and uh As always, thank you for listening, and yep, have a nice day.